back to another episode of Trip Report. Today I have Colin Wells with me yet again. Thanks for joining me. My pleasure. Again, man. Um, yeah. Yeah, this is winding down my time in San Diego, and I'm super grateful to bring you back in to at least knock out another episode or probably a couple episodes here. Yeah, my pleasure. Um, it's good to be here. Uh, it's nice to have the kids here outside partying, and I'm going to miss you, man. I, I wish you weren't leaving, but it's, it's bittersweet. Likewise, bud. Yeah. So yeah, I had briefly mentioned the last podcast, especially after coming back from the Denver conference. I initially had thought to myself, there's no wrong way to do psychedelic therapy mm -hmm. or to use psychedelics. But as I've spent more time in this space, I can't say that that is the case anymore. I think that there, there are many ways to use psychedelics, but I think some are beneficial and some are outright dangerous. And that being said is we've had a few people on here before, and I guess maybe some work for some and some doesn't work for others, these, these protocols, but I've, we've had two people in here previously talking about the native church mm -hmm. and what I heard from their experience seemed overall pretty good. I questioned the validity of a mid twenties shaman that said he used native practices when no native tribes within the U S used psilocybin historically had a little bit of questioning there, but that being said, as I learned a little bit more about some of the practices that went on in these native ceremonies, I, I am afraid to participate in it myself and you recently have separated from the church. And so, yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. It's a difficult thing to talk about. And this is the first time I've really spoken about it with anybody. And this is where I wanted to speak about it with somebody. So I appreciate that. Um, the medicine itself, is working in its own way whatever it the person who consumes the medicine is going to get what they need from the medicine the people you surround yourself with while you're on the medicine is a whole different story you can be incredibly influenced it's a cult of personality in a lot of ways that arises and it's not just the church that i left it's uh it's a lot of psychedelic places that are you know giving you this incredible experience and wanting credit for it. You know, like where if I'm healing myself, if you're coming to Veterans Walk and Talk and you're taking a microdose and you're healing and you're doing well, that's not fucking Veterans Walk and Talk's chip on the shoulder. That's you. You're doing that. And that's how any psychedelic church or experience should be like, yes, we're holding space for you. Yes, we're providing you a safe place to have these experiences. But in the end, any place that's expecting you to act a certain way while you're on psychedelics is doing it wrong. There's no fucking way to predict how I'm going to react right. when I'm taking this many mushrooms. So you need to be ready for me at any place. And if I'm not acting a way you want me to act, you don't make me feel bad for that. Right. You don't put me down for that. You don't say this is wrong. You're, you're supposed to con conduct yourself in a more gentlemanly way in a safer way. I'm like, okay, but I got 20 fucking mushrooms in me. So let me just have this experience. So, yeah, there's a lot more, especially within MAPS and all these big organizations. There's a lot of bad practices coming out because I was desperate. I was like, I can I really only feel comfortable eating microdose hikes. I I'm cool with that. No one's really blasting their brains out and. I can handle that. The few times that I really did try to facilitate mushroom ceremonies for people, 
I ate the medicine as well. And I was immediately told, no, 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 chill. You're good. Just stop. Do what you do. You don't need to be facilitating for people. You just go learn, go learn. That's what the mushrooms told me. That's what ayahuasca told me. That's what San Pedro told me. So there's more and more bad practice coming out. And the reason is, is that people want attention for this kind of thing. And that's what I was experiencing with the church of the people is that it was more of like, I'll trade you this veteran and this MMA fighter for your military sexual trauma victim. You know what I mean? Like it was like, let's rack up celebrities and veterans and Navy SEALs and, and get them all, you know, in here to eat mushrooms and listen to me bitch about my life and how things are bad for me and you can feel bad for me. So yeah, I recently left that church. It's been incredibly difficult. Uh, if it was just me, and interrupt me anytime, if it was just me leaving the church, um, it would have been a lot easier. I stayed in for a long time because I brought so many people there. Yeah, I felt like, honestly, I felt guilty. And, and the, the very first ceremony that I was, I went to, to do there, you know, I was reached out to by them on Instagram for, for just doing the work that I do and asked to come there. And I came there for a ceremony and it was fucking rough. Like looking back, the first ceremony I went there, I was given a a handful of mushrooms. I was made fun of the whole night for being sprawled out on my back and looking up at the sky. I I was basically ridiculed the whole night. And (laughs) I am a strong person. I'm a strong leader. I'm a smart person. But I kept going. I was like, I'm going to come back for more. And it had a lot to do with the mushrooms influencing me and my guilt as a sympathetic, compassionate white man who wants to like be empathetic to what the natives have been through, which I am that like, I'm privileged to be here. The whitest man in the sweat lodge. That's me. And so I was like, this has to be the way. I mean, what do I know? What do I, I don't fucking know. I'm so new to this. I don't have any frame of reference. So I'm new to this. So, okay, this must be the way. So I started bringing people and bringing more and more people and, you know, 60% of the membership of that church is because I brought them there. But there was continually bad experience after bad experience. Um, And there was really like a hush-hush mentality of like, don't talk about Vegas. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, you know? And so I kind of fell into that. And I was so privileged and honored to be part of this church that I kept my mouth shut about the bad shit that I was seeing. And I feel really fucking bad about that. And through my own, um, my own psychedelic healing and my own journeys outside of that church, I've realized that speaking up is the right thing to do. And that's what I've been doing ever since. Um, but, you know, I've seen, you know, just, just because someone says that they are capable of doing this work doesn't mean they are. And that's on me. I should have vetted more. I was so willing and eager you know, I'm constantly a leader, constantly a leader. I just wanted to be led. I just wanted to be led and see where this goes. And this is new territory for me. I, I don't know what I'm doing. What is this? Show me the way. Okay, this must be the way, no matter how fucked up and hard it seems. So I'm going to go with it. 
flash forward two years and, you know, I'm completely caught up in it and, um, wondering what the hell happened. Uh, I used to, I just first for the last year of being a member of that church, I would literally like fight with cookie, my wife, the days before going there, because I was so anxious and nervous about going there. Like I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know how much shit was going to be talked, what was going to be said. And, and it was affecting me on a like cellular level. And I mean, yeah, yeah. To, to think you have to worry about being bullied mm -hmm. going into a psychedelic ceremony. That is mind blowing mm -hmm. to me. Like a lot of things that I've unpacked in my later years working with these medicines is processing being bullied as a kid in elementary school. Mm -hmm. So if I'm trying to process that and then I have somebody bullying me for being the white man, that's not a good look. I mean, that's not going to help anything with the therapeutic side of things. No, it's, um, it carries over into the ceremony and throughout. And it definitely did for me and a lot of people. And, um, bullying is a, is a great way to put it. And, you know, like I wrote my resignation letter as have other members of the church since I wrote mine it has inspired other members to leave and the bullying hasn't stopped you know even as simple as like little fucking laughing emojis as me pouring my heart out on Instagram and things like that and coming to a speaking engagement that I have at a psychedelic conference and trying to rattle me beforehand and sticking cameras in my face and things like that. I mean, it's very indicative of like Scientology and squirrel busting. If you're familiar with that, which is like you leave the church here, we are, we're going to fuck with you. Yeah. That's very much what it feels like. And to, I know they're going to hear this. And to, to those guys, I would just say like, you're not taking this shit seriously enough, no. you know? And like, I'm directly responsible. I, for a lot of the popularity of the, um, the forward progress, if you want to call it that of this place. And it just really is like, I try to toe the line so much as like just being respectful and, and, and not like I'm, I'm on, I know that I'm a privileged white man. I know that, like, I get that. But like, at the same time, like I have ancestry tapped into psychedelics. I don't need to rely on other people's ancestry, which I was doing like, and that's another thing that's, that came up was like, I was saying to them like i i feel my ancestry during ceremony and they would kind of shit on that like like oh you haven't felt your ancestry till now like what a fucking what the fuck's wrong with you like why haven't you heard about this until now you know you have ancestors right so yeah it's been tough man like with veterans walk and talk I just want to like make a safe place for everyone and anyone, no matter what, if you're the most right leaning Trump supporter to the most left leaning, whatever they're called, like, <laughs> like none of that shit matters. None of that matters to me. Exactly. Thank yeah. you. And that's what I'm trying to do is just, you can come and you can be whoever the fuck you want to be with our group. And that's all that matters. But you know, I was so eager and, and it goes back, honestly, bro, to having so much loss. Like I've lost so many fucking guys to suicide. Like it's every year, at least one or two, like close people to suicide as a veteran. And 
I'm just like, I fucking will do whatever it takes, whatever it takes to fucking fix this problem. And you get caught up in that, this Native American led ceremony that's, you know, apparently supposed to be something that he's been doing for thousands of years and tapped through his ancestry. So who am I to fucking say that it's wrong? Who am I? I don't know. But it turns out like, you know, he was just making it up as it goes along, you know, like I could be doing that. Like many people are doing that, yeah. making it up as they go along and it's fucking dangerous. Yeah. And I mean, that's, you know, I, I was going to say somebody's going to get hurt, mm -hmm. but people have got very hurt. Very hurt. Ceremonies. Mm -hmm. I'm talking like, I, I don't, I don't know how much you're willing to talk about it because I, I feel like I can't because I wasn't there, but somebody dove headfirst into the fire. Mm -hmm. And that's not a good move. Right. And to try to sweep that under the rug, and th that's the crazy thing to me, is I had two people on this podcast who were at that ceremony where some guy swan-dived into a fire and nobody chose to mention it. Right. So, like you said, they're suppressing this knowledge because they feel blessed to be invited into the native space. And I get that. I mean, that is, that's something that's powerful, mm. but you can't keep this shit under the round under the rug. Like that's very dangerous. And then to push that guy in a car and make him drive away on dangerous amounts of mushrooms while he's already covered, his shirt is melted to his stomach. That's not a good look. No, it's not. And I appreciate you bringing it up. And I'm fucking completely willing to speak about it right now because as far as I'm concerned, there is no, you know, um, NDA when it comes to this stuff. So basically, and, and you know, that night has, because my resignation letter was thorough. And I outlined everything that I wanted to outline. A lot of things I should have said in person the times I was there. I have a lot of regret, a lot of fucking regret regarding this. But to move on to that in particular incident, um, you know, <laughs> I had cultivated, I think it was 10 veterans from Veterans Walk and Talk. It might have been 11 or 9, forgive me right now, but... Um, it was a good number of veterans who had been coming to Veterans Walk and Talk routinely, showing their willingness to heal all ages from late 20s to 70s, wide array. I carefully curated the list of people who would come to that particular ceremony. We show up at my house, they all come to my house, and we all caravan from there to the reservation. As soon as we get there, there is a civilian couple who had come to a veteran's walk and talk before that, completely invited without my knowledge. No prior, like, hey, I invited these two. Apparently, they had seen my sharing of the church and asked, asked if they could come through Instagram, and they were welcomed. Not vetted, nothing. And again, I was careful to curate whoever I brought there. So these two random people, non-veterans, the only two non-veterans there in a whole veteran ceremony are invited to sit with us. It was weird from Jump Street. It was weird. And now knowing what I know, I would have been like, let's rewind this. All good. But we went ahead and went through the ceremony and it was rough. I mean, we're talking 
a lot of trauma from Vietnam to Afghanistan in that circle, mm -hmm. you know? So it was rough. There was a lot of demons. I was facing demons. I was, I ate 20 mushrooms that night, 20 pieces of mushrooms. They say grams if you ask them, but it's 20 pieces of mushrooms. I would say probably 10 grams, okay. eight to 10 grams. Still a dangerous. Oh yeah. Yeah. A lot amount. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I was going through it, experiencing a lot of things that were haunting me. And, uh, this gentleman who had been invited and his wife started just going at it in, in, in the middle of the circle, just kind of barking at each other and pointing out to people in the circle. Like there's a lot of bad energy on that side. And there was also a facilitator invited there who is an amazing human being in general, who is someone I, ad I adore, but he was asked to stay sober in this circle and he had no business fucking being there. The type of things like, hey man, hey, how are you feeling? You feeling, you feeling it? What do you see? What do you see? Are you, how you, what are you seeing right now? Are you tripping? You know, that kind of like yeah. amateur hour, right. absolute amateur hour, like to the point where I was throwing fruit at the guy, like <laughs> in the ceremony, like shut the fuck up, dude. Like you got to stop. You got to stop. Yeah. And I love the man. I love him, but he had no business being there. So, you know, the, the two, the couple that were invited plus him, plus this whole scenario of veterans going through their trauma was just this tumultuous fucking absolute volatile expression of psychedelic healing. Like it was crazy. And he had no idea the facilitator there has no idea. Like, like there were times that I've been in there that it's been like one and a half, two hours into, into eating that many mushrooms and he's opening the door and putting the fire out and like telling us to get the fuck out. <laughs> like it's That's like at the peak at the peak. Absolutely. And you know, to, I'm like, okay, I'm white. I don't know. You're native. Like you're saying to me that like you're doing this because the spiritual energy is getting too heavy. Like, okay, cool. Okay. I trust you. You're the facilitator. Okay. But fact of the matter is like, I'm fucking lost. And you're putting the fire out and spraying water on me, you know, like, so we were just, you know, barely into the fucking ceremony and he's putting, he brings a hose, he's spraying the fire, he's putting it out. And this couple just starts getting into it. And he had invited them to sleep in their home, given them the guest room and shit. So they're in there like fighting and he's choking her and like getting fucking crazy violent. So we drag him out. They come to me as the senior member because I brought everybody mm -hmm. and I've been there many times before this. So I'm the senior member. Again, everybody else ate 10. I ate 20 and I'm supposed to, okay, snap two and all of a sudden start to kind of reconcile this situation. That's right. awful. So fully like I, I even had to have one of the sober guys walk me around. I couldn't walk. Yeah. I couldn't walk. I was I was coherent enough because I have a strong constitution to be like, I recognize that something bad is going on. I'm going to do what I can to help because I'm the reason all these people are here. So you can go ahead and I, I can't walk. I can't even move my arms, but you can walk me over to these people and I can talk to them. So I walk, he, they walk me over stumbling and I walked up to this gentleman who was choking his wife and, and awful and civilian again, not a veteran. And I tried so hard with love, man. I was like, you know, it's love, bro. It's love. It's cool. Like you're cool. Just, you know, it's okay. I understand this is hard. Like you're going through it. We're all going through it. It's okay. And he raised up to hit me. Like, he's like, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, and in like 
you know, you, when you're on mushrooms, like you feel energy. Like I was like, Oh, I'm overwhelmed with like, I can't even defend myself right now. I couldn't even begin to fucking fight back at all. So I walked away as soon as I walked away and God bless the sober people for, for taking it. And the, the individual who I said was very not prepared and asking too many questions and not a great facilitator. He went up to this guy to say, Hey, you need to calm down. You got to stop hurting people. You gotta, you gotta chill out. And, uh, he, this guy just socked him in the face as hard as he could. Like it was a bang. It was fucking rough. And um, the other facilitator, forgive me if I don't say names. Yeah. The sure. other facilitator there grabbed this guy, the guy that was on mushrooms and hitting people and put him in a chokehold. And then I have, you know, my 78 year old Vietnam veteran and my fucking 32 year old Navy cook veteran all around me. Like, what the fuck? What do we do? Like, what is this? What, what is happening? And I'm just like, don't just leave it alone. There's nothing we can do. There's nothing we can do. Just leave it alone. So they wrestle him to the ground. Um, they get him to be kind of calm. We all go back into the circle, sit around the fire. At this point, we're sitting in chairs. The ceremony, if you want to call it that, is fucking over. We're just all... Some people are in the tent sleeping. Some people are out in the fucking middle of the desert staring at the sky. Like there's no accountability for anything or anyone. We're all just sitting there. And all of a sudden, the same guy who punched, you know, this, this other guy and is acting a fool comes into the circle, says something about, I am Malachi, first son of Ezekiel, and sw just literally swan dives into our bonfire. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Like, just fucking flat, like, arms to the sky, right on the fire. My Vietnam vet who was there immediate navy fire 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 like three times you know like how we're trained like yeah. gas 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 fire 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 one of the other guys pulls him out you know he's he was in there for a good two three seconds long enough long enough oh, yeah. there's a lot of coals it's not just if it was just a fresh fire one thing but there were a lot of coals yeah and he pulls him out yet like you said his shirt is melted to his chest he's fucking wrecked yeah. not screaming not saying oh ow, ow or nothing like that they bring him somewhere else after that i don't know exactly where and they you know the the main church leader and his other people and me being a senior man there they all start talking about what the fuck are we going to do like what are we supposed to do with this there was there was mentioning of burying him on the reservation Jesus Christ. like that was mentioned whether it was a joke or not i don't know I was on fucking too much psilocybin to fucking comprehend anything, but I went full fucking infantry, bro. Like I tapped into something that hadn't been with me for a decade. Um, just like, all right, everybody sit the fuck down. And I, I, this is what they, I recently wrote in my resignation letter, how dangerous everything is there. And this is what they threw back on me. They said, I remember that night you were a fucking dick. You Colin were a dick. Yeah. I was fucking terrified. Yeah. And I, I didn't know what the fuck to do. And I was tripping my balls off. So yeah, I was a dick. 
I told everybody to sit the fuck down until this is remedied. Roger, our Vietnam vet who's over there dancing his balls off, um, I told him to sit down. I said, you, you know, we just got to we got to keep accountability. Just sit down, sit down. Everybody sit down. Shut up. No more talking. No more singing. Everybody needs to be quiet until we figure this out because someone has been threatened to be killed and someone is burnt third degree. So, uh, yeah, I turned into a dick. I fully account for that. I, sh- I wish I didn't act that way, but I did. And the reason is valid, in my opinion. I, and I've done a lot you of... You may fun- have saved somebody's life by doing that. Yeah, exactly. Just by fucking full infantry. Like, yeah. shut the fuck up. Sit the fuck down. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So that's what I did. And they didn't bury him on the reservation, obviously. Because um, I would be, you know, not talking to you right now. But what they did do was make him and his wife drive away. And so a guy who's on a high enough dose of mushrooms that he swan dies into a fire, right. third degree burns. Right. So he is already in bad shape and they put him behind the wheel of a vehicle to drive his wife as well mm-hmm. out of there, out of a reservation, a dirt road, Where no lights, never been before. nothing. Yeah. 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 And that was it. And the, every, the joy and the peace returned after that. And that's what I mean when I tell you like, I should have never gone back after that, but I did. Mm-hmm. I did. And that's, you know, that speaks to a whole nother conversation of why I was looking for acceptance and love and, and things like that, which is my own personal growth mm-hmm. and, and journey that I need to, to work on. But yeah, I lived with that night for the subsequent 18 months before I resigned. I lived with it. And I was like this this was so bad. Like, I can't believe I allowed this. I can't believe I keep coming back here. Every time I would sit there and, and hear them bitching about everybody and saying synthetic 5-MeO is bullshit and you shouldn't be doing this and no one should be doing this. should be the only way is the way I'm doing it. And I would sit there and just kind of like swallow my tongue and, and listen. And I would take that shit home with me, man. I would take it home and I would fight with my wife about it because I was so torn. I was so fucking torn. And the moment I wrote my resignation letter, I sent it to our two very good friends who facilitate for us in a real way. And they were incredibly supportive. Like, fuck yeah, your voice is true. Your voice is real. We know that you speak from the heart. Like, you got this. And I sent it the next day and it's been fucking crickets ever since just nothing from anybody except bullshit and harassment so yeah i mean there's no reason to beat the dead horse with everything that has gone on there but really the reason i wanted to do this episode like i said at the beginning is just that you really need to do and and it's tough to vet an organization that you're going to have psychedelic therapy with because this isn't something you can put on Yelp reviews or Google. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's right. No, there's no five stars. It's like, how do you find out if this place is reputable? Right. And that's the tough part because I know that his organization has had UFC fighters and athletes and all these other people that have been through there. And if you've never done psychedelics before, maybe you think that's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. And that is probably not the way to do it because if you look at what is having the, the most beneficial therapeutic outcome – you're looking at higher doses with eyes closed in music. To my knowledge, there is zero music and they discourage you from closing your eyes and they let, instead they tell you to stare at the fire. So that to me is kind of going against everything that 
again, not to say what's right or what's wrong. And then, you know, summing up the native side of it, I'm there with you. I, it makes me sick to my stomach to think about how fucked the natives got when they settled in, you know, when the Europeans came over and settled in this country. It's disgusting. Mm -hmm. I get that. But I don't know if you saw what was just at, that happened at the Denver conference where some natives came up and yeah. got in Doblin's face and made a big fuss. And sorry, but you missed the fucking point. If you do psilocybin, if you do ayahuasca, if you do any of these entheogens that get you to that state where you become one with everything, you realize that skin color does not matter. The color of your hair does not matter. Nothing about your gender doesn't matter. And that's what kills me about a lot of these organizations that are out here now that are very specifically, what's the term, BIPOC, um, transgender, all these kind of things. If you're steering your organization to support specifically those people, you missed the fucking point. We are all brothers and sisters on this planet. We are all human beings. And until we can see that, we can't move beyond this racism and sexism and all these things that we have in our society, which need to go. Like that's the only way we fix this planet is if we stop these gangs, stop these different, it's seeing ourselves as different people. We are all the same thing. And then coming back to the native thing again is I do, I respect the conservation of peyote but to say we should legalize all plant medicines except for peyote, well, peyote's in danger because we can't grow it. So if you made peyote decriminalized and you allowed everybody to grow peyote, an extremely slow growing cactus, we might take that out of extinction or, you know, it's threat of extinction. So I get leave it on you know, on the native lands and everything, let them do their thing, but let everybody grow peyote because mm -hmm. if you grow your own, you should be able to consume it. So I just feel like so many people are missing the point with psychedelics. And as I go on my long rant, just coming back to it, like really do the best you can to find the people that can get you where you need to go to have a safe experience and work your way up. Don't start with 10 grams of mushrooms. That's mm -hmm. crazy. Like mm -hmm. I, I had been doing mushrooms years before I even considered that five gram dose. Now, don't get me wrong. What they're finding in maps is the therapeutic dose that's having lasting change is 500 milligrams of psilocybin, which is the equivalent of five dried grams of mushrooms. So that is when you will probably have the lasting change or that mystical experience you're looking for. But I still think you should dip your toes in the water first and know what you're going to experience. And then that makes it just that much more relaxing when you do get to those higher doses that can tend to get away from you. Right. So I don't know. you have anything else that you want to share? On? Yeah. I mean, that's what Veterans Walk and Talk is all about. That's what our organization is all about is dip your toes in, see where you're at. And yeah. let's see if like, let's get to know you and then let's recommend something. If you don't follow a recommendation, that's fine. Yeah. But if you do, you're probably going to have a better, better outcome. As far as like the oneness that psychedelics provides, that's not a universal message in my experience for everybody who takes psychedelics. Not everybody who tries these things even at a most tailored and perfect dose with the perfect surrounding and perfect facilitators is going to come away with that feeling. It's something that people have to work for. Mm -hmm. um, so when, when it comes to psychedelics, which is why I don't like to politicize or polarize veterans walk and talk, um, you have to meet people where they are. And yes, I feel that way. I feel we're all one. It's we're all the only way healing fucking ends is when we're dead. 
and we're in the ground and we're part of some animal's microbiome, that's when healing ends. And so you have to meet people where they are in that regard to see how much we can actually bring forward this kind of idea of unity and we're all one and we're all we're all the same. Um, so that's why I, I routinely respect people of color and, and, and transgender people wanting to create their own space because we're not all at that same level sure. of acceptance. And as far as safety goes, there should be no fucking prerequisite for how you're supposed to act on psychedelics. Right. Like there is no, like if you're trying to be a spiritual uh, stoic and let nothing affect you, then that's okay. You go through that. But just because you're sitting next to someone else who's been through, like in my case, taking life and seeing life taken, and I should be able to scream and fucking cry. And as long as I'm not hurting anybody, exactly. have whatever fucking reaction I need. And that's, that's the true healing of psychedelics. Tobacco, opium, now psychedelics, you know, all these things were originally sacred and true medicines. You see doctors ads from the 1950s, tobacco will cure your arthritis and, and all that stuff. It's fucking true to a certain extent, not the way we've bastardized it and commoditized it. So those protests and those uprises that I've seen from the native people in regards to maps are valid because it's very, very um, easy to trace that tobacco, opium, and now psychedelics were kind of going that same route. Tobacco was once, a, it still is to many people, a sacred medicine. Opium, you know, seeing the other side, witnessing your loved ones, accepting grief. These things were, this is what it was used for. And now psychedelics are being used to, in, in ways that could eventually turn in and, and to tobacco and opium now kill hundreds of thousands of people yeah. because we've taken advantage of it. So hopefully powers that be, the people that are in charge will realize the pattern. I don't really give that much credit to the human race, which is why I just do my own thing. Mm -hmm. um, but hopefully they will see that it, it, there is a way around this if we respect the indigenous cultures, if we respect my own culture as a German Scot, like I have, I have large, I have deep roots into psychedelics. I'm Anita Muscaria and fucking the Germans with synthesizing LSD and all these things. Like I have, that's my ancestry. So that's, I choose to tap into that. We all have it. We all do. Eleusis and Greece and fucking the Western civilization and democracy and mathematics and all these things, they're all tapped into psychedelics if you do the research. So we can all rest on the laurels knowing that we are allowed to face psychedelics with, with, with a reverence and a history and, a, and an ancestry. So you don't need anyone to tell you you need to do this or that to go into the woods and eat mushrooms. You can go into the woods and eat mushrooms. Yeah. I think that probably is a good place to end it. <laughs> Before we just keep going back and forth. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate you letting me get all this off my chest, man. Hell yeah. yeah. Love you, brother. Love you. All right. Love you guys.